0: Hello and welcome back to Theatrics. This is Anna Jensen. This is Anna Jensen. This is Maggie Yates. This and that's Maggie Yates. And today we're going to talk about what's going on in theater and different performances around yeah. Santa Barbara. So we're going to touch on PCBA's "Lend Me a Tenor," mm-hmm. in which someone almost died. It, yes, it was a near death theatrical experience. Uh, we're also going to talk about "Stupid Fucking Bird." With mm-hmm. elements, mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. show. Rent, rent. The just say no production mm-hmm. of Rent. <laughs> <laughs> High society at SBCC. Yep. with the lovely Katherine Bottoms in mm-hmm. a lovely cocktail dress. Sweeney Todd at La Colina. Yes. Also our experience in Solvang. Our whole the whole experience in Solvang, the yeah,
1: the the, the trip the fire the fire. The licking the licking flames at our
0: heels. Crawling like a demonic baby <laughs> over the ridge. So we'll be talking about that. We'll also be talking about theater upcoming in August on The Verge yes. and the Rodeo. That's gonna be so much fun. That's today on Theatrix. <laughs>
1: We're back, and we're going to talk about some of the shows we've both seen, some that you've just
0: seen. It's been a full week of it's, theater. Oh my gosh, yes. Just in the last seven days. Oh, somebody's riding a crotch rocket. I know, mm. right near our window that that's is open. That's disappointing.
1: We have the window open so we can catch some of the smoky haze coming mm. in from the hillside. There
0: is still a fire in Santa Barbara. There has been a fire now for over a week. When we were driving back from PCPA out in the valley, yes, after seeing the delightful Len Meattener, Len me Tenor. which not about blackface as
1: I thought, I know, yeah whiteface. White, yes. Okay, so we should start with our... We have so much to say about Lend Me a Tenor. So much to
0: say about this
1: adventure. Adventure to Lend Me a Tenor. That was awesome. And then we're going to talk about Stupid Fucking Bird, Rent, High Society, and uh, we're going to just give a little shout-out preview for Sweeney Todd, too, coming up. So Lend Me a Tenor, you and I drove up. We drove out. We drove up to the quaint danish village of solvang california to see (laughs) under the open sky the ashy open sky the orange glow of the fire yeah it did look remember it was like a full moon so the Uh, orange made it look i thought that there were going to
0: be werewolves
1: i was pretty certain
0: that it was the end of days
1: it felt like it and then when we got to solvang i was worried remember i had to leave early because i was like oh there'll be bad traffic because the 154 is closed and people are evacuating their horses yeah it's crazy right horses are still up there um but nobody was on the road really yeah actually it was, it was not hard to get out there and Solvang was like kind of dead dead it was like no one was walking around Solvang. yeah
0: like we went into the irish pub the because irish just pub. to continue the the european then tour we were so early um, yeah yeah cuz then we were, <laughs> we were so, like, so we go to this irish early. pub and it was empty it and was. the guy was like staring at yeah. us like i really wanted to send my employees yeah. home. can you yeah. finish your what did you have
1: i had the cider remember oh that's right the cider i had the pink and, oh yeah you bloody had the, mary the thing the, that was pretending to be a bloody mary it was like i'm sort of a
0: bloody mary it was yeah. tasty
1: it it looked good it looked it looked good but but like you're right we were the only people there he wanted to get us out of there kind yeah. of but he was nice they yeah, were he was nice. no they were totally nice so we then we went over and we brushed the ash off our seats <laughs> we we settled in to watch Lend me a tenor we had blankets we I I had did. popcorn I brought we the had, Uggs remember yep you, I brought them had, Full Arctic parka wear. Totally Arctic parka wear. And I had um, the popcorn. Yes, so
0: good. But we didn't figure out, we forgot to plan for not making noise. Well, the we problem forgot. is, the problem is, is you asked me, what should I do with this popcorn? And my yeah. answer to everything is, put it in a bag. Put it yeah. in a plastic bag. Like and I
1: was like, oh. A bag, of course, And then a bag. we were like, that's a
0: great idea. And then that's we got there and idea. it was like, it was crinkle, it was crinkle land. It yeah. Was, we were the worst, we, I think. We were. We were not the worst because oh, we, there was. No, that's true. We, we there was a. The we a, weren't literally the worst. We were not literally the worst, <laughs> worst because literally the worst was the severe medical emergency that happened midway through the second act. Yes. And I don't want to mm-hmm. say that he was the worst No, no. Because it wasn't his fault, obviously. No, we're not blaming him. No, no, no. But it was of interrupting the show. But in terms of interrupting the show, we were slightly annoying, and all the actors left the stage when. Right. Because they had to. Stage manager came on and was like, actors hold. And you know it's bad when the stage manager comes on and says, actors hold. So
1: remember, I. There was. This man exiting in the middle of the act, second act in a, hu- with, in a hurry. Yeah, with some... Yeah, in a hurry. He looked like something bad was happening and and then he fell on the stairs right near me. Right. right next to me. That's right. right and I was kind elbow. of like,
0: that's irritating. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I just turned my attention yeah, back. He was like right, right on back. top of you.
1: Yeah. You went, your eyeballs were right back on the stage and I, but I had looked over at him because it was absolutely at my elbow, literally. And then... I looked down, and there was a man slumped over, like slumped over
0: that's terrifying,
1: and other people were you know starting to huddle and kind of
0: yeah kind of stand and something. look around, and people are yeah, starting to look weird. a little no,
1: so then I looked at you, I guess to confirm that I was actually in reality or something, and like <laughs> and I of course, am hey, in a
0: different world altogether.
1: Wait, I'm just ready, like they're singing and tapping. See? I think someone might be dead in the theater. <laughs> do you see this and you but your eyes were on glued to the well, stage. well you know and i had i i just felt like there's they have to stop acting because somebody is dead maybe in the theater <laughs> so they have to stop acting right now you know
0: they're professionals they never I, stop until and, somebody and I comes think over you the left.
1: i think i gave you a weird look and you were like uh
0: <laughs> what is what? going on down like, there what? peasants, <laughs> peasants.
1: <laughs> and yeah and that's when the stage manager's voice said actors
0: please exit the stage that's right, that's right. and oh, they did they did they just like yeah. all like dropped character i know it was i think it was yeah. actually a really interesting moment because i mean for lend me a tenor was i thought very entertaining yes. um and i don't even say that with like the cynicism of oh, ah, yeah. it's so it's quote unquote entertaining. For a yeah. yeah, like I, I thought it was great. I yeah. thought they did a great job with it. Me too. Um, high production value, mm-hmm. and it's a cute show. It is a it's a cute show. It's Super I think it's cute. like great for all yeah. ages. Really, I know they say twelve and over, but that's stupid. Like people yeah. see worse crap on the internet every day. Oh, so definitely, I think that it's like very G rated, very pleasant, but. I don't remember where I was going with that. Where was I going? Well, with that? oh, it yeah. was so an they interesting dropped character because
1: they. It was like and almost filed like, off. It was almost like somebody turned a switch. Yes, it really was. You know, because they were in it fully, yeah.
0: in it fully yeah. invested fully. in the character, and
1: and it was a big moment too. It was like their yeah. finale. Kind Everyone
0: of. was on stage. Yeah, all the, the ensemble was yeah. on Everyone's stage. Yeah, was on stage. So there's like forty five people on stage, yeah. and then they all just like literally like, like, like whoop. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was woomp. like mute. I know. And then they all just kind of, like, filed off one yeah. of the, like, like 17 doors. Yeah. Because it was a door That's slamming farce. It was farce. a farce, so there were a lot of doors. So there were a lot the... of doors. So there were yeah. lots of places for them to leave. But then I mean, they, yeah, so then they, they left. And, and then... And
1: then I was still in. Oh, my God, someone's died. Like, how are we well, going to... Well, yeah. co- how are we going to continue with our frivolous theatrical oh, moment? man,
0: can you imagine... If they had to like, well, I was ooh. trying to imagine. Yeah, I was trying to imagine. If they had to like bring a body out, yeah, I thought he was dead. He looked dead. Oh my god! But
1: that I was from the back, so I was like, maybe he's just dying.
0: <laughs> just he's just like <laughs> maybe currently he's just in, in the, the process, process of, of dying. dying. <sighs> but he wa- he wasn't. He wasn't Thankfully. Dying. No. Thankfully, he
1: he 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 was not very much longer after that escorted out by like five other patrons well
0: and they called you know medical you could hear and they called an ambulance and everything and he he was was very ill
1: yeah he was very ill he was very visibly ill he was very visibly ill looking yes yes and that was happening right in the front row
0: yeah so that was and then it that was the real drama that and then
1: the next interesting moment was then when the actors reconvened on stage
0: that because, was great. They all yeah. came back on, and yeah. it, again, it's like it, you know, literally, it's probably like eighteen people. Yeah, but so you have all of, and it's a tiny little stage; it's yeah. not a very big stage. No, it's so you fight. have all of these people, and yeah. they're all you know, and they all kind of place themselves back, and yeah,
1: and they were kind of in actor mode, but you know, they were, I mean, they were like human beings when they were walking back. Yeah, you know, like the evacuation is over, and now they're like human beings walking into their place, and the stage manager says. Take it from the line, you stupid man. Or <laughs> <laughs> something like that. And, and then there was this like flash of kind of joy or something from yeah. the cast. I think they were relief, relieved maybe that yeah. nobody did
0: die. Or, um, yeah. That everything's OK. Yeah, everything's OK. Because imagine for the actors how it would be if you get informed backstage in the middle yeah. of the, Because they're not even coming on and playing regular roles, right? You have the, the tenor who's yeah, cra- just over crazy the top, story. Faco Italiano, yeah. and yeah. then his pissy wife who's right. slapping pee- I mean, it's yeah. just, it's, it, it's high everybody did a really good job, but comedy, it's very, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not rooted mm-hmm. in sort of realistic mm-hmm. behavior. <laughs> so to hear, like, someone has died in the yeah, audience, and then come exactly. back on, and, you exactly. stupid, you're, you're stupid man. <laughs> like, I know! Oh my god!
1: I know! That, that would be tragic! I know! Oh! I know! I don't even know, like, had he died, which he didn't, Thankfully. but had he died... We, what would we have done? We would have been like, okay, um, I guess go on. And then you guys can all find the right couple everybody's, everybody's, or whatever. I know. You, know, can you can all, just everybody's
0: like, lives uh, resolve. And everybody yeah. gets everything they always dreamed of and more. Yeah. The yeah. end. Yeah. Everybody's weeping in the yeah. aisles. <laughs> <laughs> I review it. I'm like, this was the saddest show I've ever seen. Yeah. A man died. A man died. <laughs> I know.
1: I know. I know that's why they were really we so love, happy. How
0: can we laugh and be they
1: were so fun. happy because you know yeah. no one died. Yeah. So and then they all kind of had that little joyful moment and then they were whoop, back into the right moment, right
0: back in it, which whoop. is is a very cool Amazing. thing to see in terms of the process really of acting was. because I think a lot of people don't recognize how difficult it is to really pull something like that off yeah. and it really is a craft. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, especially like a place like PCPA, a lot of these people are equity or they're, in, yeah. you know, they're studying to be to do mm-hmm. this for a living, not yeah. just like, oh, you know, I do a show once a year. Yeah, like, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's my hobby. Like these are people who they're they're there are deep into it. Yes. And it's and very app- it, and it's and very apparent. And yeah. it was that yeah. I think was the most incredible part of the show.
1: And let's talk about Stupid Fucking Bird. Let's which, talk about Stupid Fucking Bird. Which also, this is the last weekend coming up here. Yes. For, for Stupid Fucking Bird. Yes. And I think I just like saying the title.
0: Friday, Saturday? Thursday, Friday, Saturday? I, I, Saturday, I, I, Sunday, Monday? I, I, Wednesday? I have, Thursday? I, have, I don't
1: know. No, I have the thing right okay. here. It's July 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Okay, the Friday, 20... Saturday, Sunday. Right. So the 21st is at 8, and that's at the Orphala foundation well let's tell everyone about it and then we have the links on our website to these yes. to these things so that so. you can
0: find where they'll be because elements yes. roams around they move around using interesting little local spaces and turning them right. into pop-ups because who doesn't love pop-up theater i love pop-up I theater. i love pop-up theater i yeah yeah it's and interesting it turns a space that like normally where you get your manicure yeah. done and all of a sudden they're doing the seagull yeah. but like a really current version of the seagull right where right. you normally get your yeah i wonder how much filed off
1: i wonder how much they have to reblock. i mean i wonder if they reblock it at all that's, in a yeah, new that's space or if they just
0: kind of say well especially because the one that we saw doing. at the orfolia center you know there yeah. was that kitchen in there and they really used that as a very sort of like right this is part of it like but right. i guess so if we're going to call it fourth wall porous, which I think that we are. We
1: are. OK, so for for people who aren't familiar with the text already, it's based
0: on Chekhov's The Seagull. And if you're not familiar with that, then right. you should read it, because why would you not be familiar with that? Well, OK.
1: Or if it's been a while since if you read it, it's been a while. The Seagull, it's definitely a naturalistic text. Most of the action in the original takes place on this estate, this this, mm-hmm. this compound, a lot of it. Is sort of set either in their backyard or in you know their living room kitchen kind Mm -hmm. of space so when when they're using a theater space well when they're making a theater space and there's a kitchen there it's it's you know they they're re-endowing this office kitchen basically Mm -hmm. you know this functional space into a theatrical kitchen Mm-hmm. a representational yeah. kitchen no, that's
0: true <laughs> <laughs> I know I love it when they they open the refrigerator and pull yeah. out like a bottle of something that's yeah. actually they put in mm-hmm. there as yeah. a prop like yeah. to me that is so interesting I yeah. love it when you have these spaces that you're like it is a kitchen but it's not a kitchen because it's, <laughs> it's a set but, a but kitchen, it is a kitchen because a they a put kitchen. shit right. in there it's a and real now they're gonna kitchen. pull it out and eat it
1: it's a real kitchen pretending to be a fake kitchen. Right, that's pretending to be a real kitchen. Oh my God, so many yeah. layers—three so layers, layers, at least a
0: three-layer—and then it is a really interesting show.
1: Yes, it is because it's uh, like like Chekhov's. It's it's sort of truly an update because it's re repositioning these arguments that Chekhov was making, or, or not arguments, but his sort of playing around with what was. Changing about theatrical representation mm-hmm. 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 in the late 19th century for us right. today. Right. You know, so uh, the playwright Aaron Posner is like talking about trends in commercial theater.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. And at the like, same time, we are, well, elements, not we. I say everybody we. is, though. Yeah, we are as a we. you're part of it. Yeah. But um, I just, I feel so close. Yeah. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like that's also what they're doing by saying, Here's the space that normally mm. you would come into mm-hmm. for XYZ, but now we're repurposing it and we're creating this narrative within yes. this space. Yes. And the the interesting thing about, well, one of the interesting things about this piece is that they do really, sometimes they talk to the audience, sometimes they ignore the audience, they make yeah. it very clear that this is a play, right. but it's also a play that lives within the bounds of a narrative play. Right. So... I know that we we always talk about how everything is postmodern, which everything I guess really is. But right, and this
1: one is it's a in, good example. This one is in also in the sense of its open-endedness mm, and yes. lack of closure. So we don't want to give away any curtain spoilers, but there's a yeah, I won't give away. Op- I won't give away. Opening at the, end. at the ending. Yeah, that I thought Isla. was
0: I thought that was so interesting at the end yeah. because I was waiting for it. You know, I yeah. think that everybody who knows the seagull and right. who goes to see whether the actual seagull or any sort of adaptation of the seagull. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last lines are so chilling and the whole... It, yeah. And so you, you're waiting for that because it's it's the final shoe that drops. And so when they kind of bring it right up to it and you're waiting and then it's sort of like black.
1: Yeah. Scene.
0: Right. It's it's interesting because, you you know, there are questions that are left.
1: Right. We're left with questions. And not that... The original doesn't ask the audience to figure a lot out. The the original Chekhov's original is asking you to infer character motivations, mm-hmm. to to right. figure out like wh- uh, you know, what are these people thinking and doing and what <laughs> motivates them and why are they constantly doing the wrong just exactly the wrong thing for yeah. their own happiness? Yeah. yeah. Right, that's that seems to me. What Chekhov is always making his characters be, just as as desperately unhappy as they can possibly make themselves. Yeah,
0: right, and just always making that choice, like because that's the thing yeah. with acting, right? Is you're always mm-hmm. making a choice, yes. so that you have these two choices, <laughs> and you're just gonna make like the one that's gonna make your life so yeah. much more difficult. Yeah, but they always make that choice. They they do,
1: and and to to a degree that that is, with just a little distance, funny. Yes, and oh, that's also yeah. what Chekhov is playing with—is also like your distance from the material. He brings you in, he pushes you away. Mm-hmm. So it's it's funny. It's it's funny and it's sad at the same time in this sort of Russian way. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Posner <laughs> is able to make his story of the seagull and stupid fucking bird also funny and tragic.
0: Yeah, I think that he did an excellent job of pulling it into the current time. It feels very current, not just in in the way that the characters are represented or how they manifest what their sort of personal trauma is. And not because they're
1: wearing jeans. Yeah, not because they're wearing
0: jeans, but just because the way that they talk to each other and the issues that they're having, I think that this particular version of the sequel takes this idea that maybe they're are only 10 stories that we tell, but the important thing is the view that you bring to it, the voice that you bring to it, and how you connect it with your mm-hmm. audience, and I think mm-hmm. that he really brings it to mm-hmm. a point of, of super relevancy.
1: Yeah, and he's able to be, to engage the audience directly, and, 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 t- and be, you know, push through that fourth wall, Uh, and address the audience, but not be superficial. Like, sometimes postmodern texts are just, they're kind of, ha, 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 you know? And it's like,
0: oh, that's cute. Right, it's Um, sort of a, it's like a... a Winky, nudgy. They're talking to the audience, but they're not actually talking to the audience. They're just talking to the idea of an audience that's out somewhere Mm -hmm. in the ether. This Mm -hmm. one, I really felt like they did a very good job of talking directly to the audience which yeah. takes a little bit of skill because not Definitely. not all actors are adept at you know just pulling audience somebody taming. out of the audience and being yes. like hey you we gotta you know yeah, I wonder how they we worked have on these that. little uh, you know interactions that are yeah. kind of placed throughout but it really felt, it felt personal
1: it did it was very well directed mm-hmm. yes Risa Extre- extremely well acted um with uh I think playing Conrad, the son, one of the main characters because oh, yeah, they're all Stephen Armstrong, he was very mm-hmm. strong. And yeah, I thought he was great. Um uh, yeah, a lot of people I've I've seen before, or Brian Harwell, who of course we've oh, yeah. seen before, but mm-hmm. he got a really meaty part mm-hmm. in this as mm-hmm. Tregoran mm-hmm. and uh, and Torsiglieri. Oh, yeah. Am I saying her name right? Mm-hmm. I hope so. Uh, she was so good. She has that one scene oh. that she has to hold,
0: yeah, for a long time. It's a it's a pretty intense piece, so hard. And I think that part mm-hmm. of the intensity comes from the idea, like you were saying, that people you know that the end is going to be unhappy, regardless of what mm-hmm. relationship we're mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. Whether we're talking about Kostya and his mother, Kostya and. Uh, the Trigorin character who right. basically is just a stand-in for this idea that Kostya is inferior or Conrad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or if we're talking about Nina and I guess, you know, the analogous that Trigoran. relationship there yeah. is that she is a terrible actress and she's <laughs> acting in the face of uh, uh, Annie Torsiglieri's character yes. who is a great actress, or whether she's a great actress or she's just a great personality that people mm. have glommed onto. Yeah. she has presence, right. and she has confidence, lot and she's confidence. very clear about being like, this is terrible, yeah. which kind of devastates both of them, you know? So it really is kind of like a, you know...
1: Yeah, yeah. And they, they everyone's behavior strong... is so, as it was in Chekhov's version, just so believable and compelling, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. isn't this how people
0: are... Uh, Well, people are that way. Like, I feel like people will stew over something for so long before they just will bring it up and be like, hey, it really bothered me when you did X, Y, Z. And then somebody's like, Mm -hmm. oh, man, that's a bummer. I'm sorry. Like, the end, right? That's not conflict. (laughs) Nobody wants to see a play in which people have adult conversation. Yeah. (laughs) People want to see a play in which people are cagey and weird Mm -hmm. and can't get over themselves far enough to move forward in any sort of, like, joint relationship. And that's essentially Everything that the seagull stands for,
1: exactly, exactly. They cannot escape being themselves, right? And they're, they're yeah. It's a life and sentence. honestly,
0: I think that they get a lot of more pleasure out of the misery of being themselves. Well, that's what than, makes yeah. you want to strangle them, all. Right. <laughs> You're is that right. and
1: maybe laugh at get them get your too. shit together like, come you. on stop it why are you in love with her
0: why i know <laughs> why are you in love why? with him come on mosh you can get yeah, better yeah he's whiny stop he's it so whiny he's so whiny his hair is bad masha, masha. stop it <sighs> okay it, it
1: well, was it was a delightful yeah evening. i really enjoyed I it really i really liked it was great. yeah yeah
0: so if you can if you can get out to see it do so it's yeah, worth it there. and it's free it's free and always free. Always, you bringing... just have to
1: snag a ticket or a yeah. seat.
0: You just have to show up. You have to show up. And there's wine there. Like they, That's they, right. they really give you no good reason to they not see this. They have laquas there. They have laquas.
1: They have laquas. Well, they did when I went. I don't know. I don't want to put that out there and then have a lot of disappointed laquas drinkers showing up,
0: saying, "Wait a minute! <laughs> I was promised Croix. I,
1: I was told on a podcast that I would be getting Croix. <laughs> i want my non-admission back (laughs) so we we loved that one and but there's other things going on okay so you saw both of those with me thank you that was fun and but all on your lonesome you went to see rent
0: i did see rent literally on my lonesome because it was sold out so i sat in the booth Oh, man. With the stage manager who was very nervous. And she was great, though. She did a really good job. But she she was like, you can sit with me, but you have to be silent. Yeah, don't move. And like, don't, mo- and don't can, move. Don't move. <laughs> don't move. No phones, no <laughs> anything. And I was like, that's fair, dude. Like, I got you. Like, no worries. Definitely
1: don't say ready.
0: know. <laughs> don't say the word go, go. at any Just, point. Just don't say go ever. I was like, ah, girl, I'm answer my phone and be like no i know she she did a really good job it's a hard show to call she's calling lights and sound there's a ton of sound because they're singing the whole time right how can i just talk about how much i love rent please tell me how much i love rent Rent so much it's so good and even i mean this was a cast of young kids
1: Mm -hmm.
0: high school college which i actually for the most part really liked yeah, because they're supposed to be pretty young when they're they are. when they're doing this. They I mean, are they're supposed to be in their early twenties. I'm right. guessing twenties. Yeah, twenties yeah. ish. Yeah, I just really can't imagine anybody in their thirties like living in a loft with no heat. It happens. I, I mean, I guess that it does. But <laughs> those remember the people, that those fire the in that you Oakland don't, you recently? Don't, oh God. All my friends were right. listing themselves as safe. And I was like, bro, oh, <gasps> you don't go to those parties. We know oh, you're no. safe. No, that's a terrible thing to say. That's terrible. But it was true. I was like, all right. I know you're so, not there. Like, you don't making, even tell me. <laughs> am,
1: I, am I making a reference no one remembers? There was the Oakland fire. How many people passed away in that fire? It was like a lot. It was a lot. It was like, like 30. 30? Yeah. That was and, really sad. And really, because they were having some kind of concert and... Mm-hmm. And like a big... it was a it was a place where people lived. It was a yeah. big warehouse that people lived in mm-hmm, and had been mm-hmm. illicitly, you know, converted. Oh my God! You're so that right. could be it the rent like, story. It was like the
0: rent of Oakland. The Oakland it was rent in which just everybody burns in the end. That's... Oakland
1: mass casualty rent, really. Oh God! Ugh.
0: I don't know that there's going to be too many songs. We have songs a, in a that. lot
1: of death in this podcast tonight, Ugh. right? So
0: much death. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what theater's about, really. <laughs> True.
1: it's either about that or coupling ugh so speaking
0: okay. of which speaking of which speaking of which oh, let's, tell just, me let's just use that as a segment to move on to sbcc high society oh yes because Hi- when That's you don't right. have death in a show i guess it you, must be about getting
1: married getting married getting hitched
0: oh man okay
1: okay high society so i haven't seen it yet uh, you know last week we were <laughs> comparing it to the tom hanks film about aids <laughs> in philadelphia which is like it's totally even, wrong it's
0: like not even remotely about so that. so wrong about it's that. not remotely about that <laughs> It's. (laughs) I kind of liken it to an Instagram role. Like, if you're watching somebody rich who has Mm. a good Instagram following Mm. and they tweet about their wedding. I see. Like, that's kind of what it's like. But there are no stakes. There are no stakes at all. Right. Like, it's essentially like, rich people fight with each other and use the concept of marriage as a toy to fling around because it doesn't really matter because they Mm. all have money regardless. Like no one has any day to day responsibilities. So essentially, and this is, I guess the problem that I had with it is like, it's lovely to look at, but you have all this dumb plot surrounding it. Like just do a Cole Porter concert. Like if that's what you uh really want to do, just do a Cole Porter concert. It's shorter. You get to have people do costume changes. We don't have to watch dumb plot.
1: Well, I love Cole Porter and I do too. I I know. And but one thing that you know historically is true about anything that he has his music in is it, it basically has nothing to do with the story. Yeah. The music really uh, never has much to do with the story that it's attached to. It was just like this is a song, and this is a nice. Song we, can like. we can put here. it in here. We can put it in this scene, and then when they really can't think of any scene to put it in, they have a play within a play where right. it makes sense.
0: Right. Well, this one I was so confused because, and I guess this happens a lot—confusion for me a lot when I look at source materials. Yeah. Because we were talking about Philadelphia versus Philadelphia story. (laughs) (laughs) I was confused about that, but then I went and saw High Society, and I was confused again because apparently this version, the Broadway version, was written in 1998. Okay. There's an entire scene. And this isn't like an acting or a directorial choice. This is like there's an entire yeah. song dedicated to the fact that one of the char- characters is lecherously, sexually assaulting another character. Uh, oh, the uncle. Yeah, the uncle like literally spends right. an entire like six minute period of time just being like, "I'm gonna grope you," and she's like, "I don't know what to do," and I'm like, "Leave, right. Leave. Right. just walk away, <laughs> walk away." Like I don't know. I maybe it's my you felt like that was. But I was like, why is this, like, why are you putting a rapey character in as a joke? Like, it's not funny.
1: Well, we had that in Len Len a Tenor was, we were talking about. (sighs) I
0: know. It's similar-ish. It's similar-ish. Why is this a joke with people? I don't understand.
1: You know, it's all about how it's framed. Because, like, in, in, I haven't seen High Society. I definitely plan on seeing it. I love Cole Porter. Um... But we were talking about in Lend me a tenor how both of the two or two of the female characters right have sexual relations with a man that they think that is they somebody think else is someone else and that they are deceptively enticed into believing is somebody else, oh yeah, so they that's a little that's a little rapey.
0: uh yeah, it know? definitely wouldn't be something that I would come out of at the other end and be like, I forgive you. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, no um, problem. We need to have words about this or before it's, we continue with it's, any sort of relationship.
1: No, no. It wasn't even I forgive you. It was like, uh, oh.
0: Of course. Oh. Oh,
1: oh, you. oh you. Oh you. Oh you. And and really, he was saying like, I forgive you. Kind of. Oh, I know. You cheated on me. You cheated on me. With, with me. me.
0: It's like, um, dude, really?
1: He, I know, but neither of us was really Bothered by that scene. Remember? I mean, I. I, I <laughs> we don't were like. Know. I was sort we of like, were that's like. That's
0: rapey? All right. Like,
1: yeah, we were kind of like, yeah, that's rapey. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel like, though, if I'm going to have a responsibility, like Uh if I'm going to be a responsible theater goer and a responsible theater commenter, I I feel like I have to draw a hard line on this. If you are going to put in a scene about gender roles and it's not sort of a satiric winking about the shitty way that we deal with gender roles now or it's Mm -hmm. not something that is... Using it as an example, like this actually was written in 1955 and we are keeping it in here to show you how people related to each other at a point. Like this, it was written in 1998. Like Mm -hmm. this is essentially just somebody Mm -hmm. making a joke about Mm -hmm. the fact that it's really Mm -hmm. funny to be drunk, sloppy drunk and chase and skirt chase.
1: And in the, um, I don't know if you remember or if you've recently seen the film, but in the film Philadelphia Story. When he gropes one of the women, it's his. There's more than one niece. I think it's his niece. Gross. Or yeah, it's his niece or his something. I
0: just. It's a relative. I, I just I, I don't find the like like to yeah, me huh, and, and this is the thing no is huh, like, huh. I'm saying it's not it wasn't like a character choice it wasn't yeah. like they made this choice on stage it wasn't a directorial choice there's a song that's literally right. like please stop raping me please stop raping me I'm gonna rape you I don't want to be raped like it's a whole song oh my, the band is playing take out the tap dancing I know like yeah right the yeah. maids come in and they're like yeah. don't get raped. <laughs> Like I, I don't find it well, funny, well, and I don't think that it, I think that you should take it out. I know. Or don't do a play I, that has
1: a, ah. a rapey scene. But but it's also the case that you and I watched that rapeyish scene, <laughs> and and we were like, yeah, I guess. Oh yeah, that reminds mm. me of that Wagner opera <laughs> where there's also a rapey of scene. Of course, we were reminded of a <laughs> Wagner opera.
0: Of course, of course, I was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or I don't know how we got to that, but, um, well, and, 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 no, what and, is it because and I was that, thinking like, about it later too, that those, both those characters in lend me, this is in lend me a tenor were both like compromised women in the, in the framework of right. that society Yeah, that, that <sighs> she w- wanted to have a fling. She wanted was, to have
0: a fling before she gets married.
1: Right. Before I settle for you. Yeah. Before exactly. Before, before I settle, I settle for, you, for you, I'd like to have some like, actual fun. Yeah.
0: Right? which And I, and I, I think
1: the play was punishing her for that position. Of
0: course. And then they're punishing the other woman for being ambitious.
1: For being ambitious. Yes. Absolutely. Stop
0: punishing your female I characters. I know.
1: And yet it was sort of the crux of the humor of that play was generated right? from that.
0: Well, this is sort of. And you and I were both like, oh, yeah. I know. It's. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rapey, a little rapey. Yeah. I know. I gotta I, I feel like I really should. I feel like <laughs> oh, I really I should though as a responsible I know. sort of like Same. person in this area. I like make make a hard line in the sand where I'm like, your play may have been great and wonderful and this and that, and I may well, have been very entertained our, by it. But yeah. like I do not endorse yeah. the rapiness of this. Right. Stop making this a point well, of or, humor. It's or not it's funny. our job
1: as people who are reflecting on our you know, what we yeah. experienced and saw to say, you know what? That, yeah, no. You know, no. That was a little rapey. Because that's the problem, right? <laughs> People clap
0: for it. Yeah.
1: So it keeps it getting keeps, done. It keeps happening. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. You're right.
0: So anyway, I, but get, it's I guess so. That's, it's I guess so that's complicated my... because, <laughs> like,
1: you know, it's also, is it in in either case, and I haven't seen High Society, but. You know, in Lend Me a Tenor, the men also get chastised a little bit for their pretension and their, and going, uh, you know, taking on the mantle of this person that they're not. And being
0: frauds, sure. in a sense. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I think... You're saying that all men go into the bedroom as frauds? Well, maybe that's what the text maybe is saying. Maybe that's what the text is saying. That there's a little be kinder to your gentlemen. There's
1: a little fraudulence, um, you know that 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 they that they did have sex with the persona that they wanted to have sex mm-hmm. with.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: They didn't not the person, but the persona, which was all they really wanted to have sex with in the first place.
0: And I guess that's and that's true, that's true of the women as well. And
1: that's true of the women. That's what I mean. That yeah, was the yeah, yeah. women's okay. perspective. That they were seeking. I know it's still rape, but I'm saying uh, that that's how I we're we're sitting feel, there watching it and not being like, it. I know. It's I feel wrong. a little gross about it. It's I rape be, culture.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. endorse it.
1: No, I don't endorse so,
0: it. So, but otherwise, high society. Yeah. is exactly what you'd expect. It is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's 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 a lovely Cole Porter concert with some ridiculous. Well, frivolity and, and surrounding it. And tell me it.
1: about the costumes because you Oh know my god the I costumes look-
0: were amazing that was mm-hmm. the one thing that I was like mm. I will never be able to duplicate how lovely these costumes everyone wore jumpers because they're all supposed to be sort of these rich Nantucket types or Eastern right, whatever, you know. So they're yes. all wearing boots and jumpers and these beautiful flowy pantaloon things. Pantaloon things. Just I I don't even. Well, know. Wait, it was the forties, so they were. It was kind the forties, so there were
1: full trouser. Yes. thing. and full then the jumpers. Suits,
0: <gasps> the jumpers, and then oh, yes. uh, and then the belts, the like sort of high waist belts. Oh, I Just, can't
1: pull those off. I'm too short for a high waist belt.
0: I'm too like square for a high waist no. belt. I think
1: I think you could do it. Mm. We'll see next week. <laughs> I'll,
0: get oh, I'll get out my job i I'll get out my job let Let's all wear nude. jumpers.
1: <laughs> Let's all wear jumpers and high waisted belts.
0: <laughs> That's a look. It's such a look. So yeah, high, uh, high society. High society, high society yeah, very fun, very fun. It's very safe if you like old movie musicals, then you'll enjoy the show. Which I do. I said,
1: well, there you go. You'll enjoy it. Well I'll I'll you know what? Next podcast we'll compare notes. Let's come yeah,
0: let's do that because I'm curious to know what you think.
1: I know. I'm curious to know what I think too. I'll be like, oh this is the raping number. This this is is it. it. Oh you'll know.
0: This is is the sexual assault number right here. Here (laughs) No, I literally I was like holding onto the (laughs) arms of my chair like girl leave leave the stage. It's Marisol, Marisol Miller-Wave. and I was like, "Girl, just get out of there! Don't let him touch you." <laughs> but I realized that that's not—that's uh, not part of the, the culture. Well, so.
1: how are we doing in actor training in this town?
0: training. I know you, I know oh, you went on a f- special field I trip. I did. I went on a field trip, two field trips this Ooh. week. And it was really interesting. I went to the Peter Frisch studio. Mm. He is uh, a director in town, also teaches acting classes here and in Los Angeles. And so he invited me to come and take a look at what he and his students are working on. And there are two classes. Uh, one was acting from the outside in Mm. and one was acting from the inside out so i got a little taste of both and uh transformations which is acting from the outside in was the students take on physical characteristics and then create a scene based on how they would live in the world with those physical characteristics i am the seagull
1: i am i am the seagull
0: so, <laughs> for instance, there would be a scene in which a guy with a um, massive underbite goes to the buffet with a guy who got thrown off a bull and has a bad back. And then okay. they have a conversation. I see. So, A lot of improv, then. A lot, of, a lot improv, of improv. A lot of improv. But what I found that was interesting about that, and actually, same with the other class, too. The other class is called Projections, and what that is is basically... Uh, concentrating on the autobiography of your character, Mm -hmm. um, but in a way that you kind of immerse yourself in what you imagine their entire life backstory to be, so that when you recall emotions, you are recalling the emotions that the character felt in the moment. I see. So very, like, inside out. So uh, a little bit of both. But what I found was so interesting is about both those classes, that they were both really teaching people how important the strength of good narrative is. Yeah. Because there's no point in having a scene in which you have a massive underbite and your comrade-in-arms has a bad back from being thrown off a bull unless you can somehow bring that to the fore. Right, right? like, you're not going to just have a comrade, right. because otherwise, if you're just going to talk about the fruit salad, yeah. you're not, there's, there's no reason for you to have an underbite or a bad back.
1: In, in film studies, I think we call that Excess filmic excess.
0: <laughs> I like it.
1: Yeah. It's all, just like yes. what is that yeah, shot? Yeah, what for? what are you doing? What yeah. are you doing with that shot? That's excess. <laughs> I mean, it's like What is like happening? happening?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like so all, yeah, yeah, that was that was kind of the interesting thing there is while they're doing this very physical training yeah. to really embody these characters whether it be through emotional recall or mm-hmm. through finding the physicality of these characters um really what it's about is storytelling yeah and
1: different motives i mean that stanislavski style came came about with the rise of of works like the seagull and and the rise of naturalism yeah. where people were closer to the action and they demanded a kind
0: of more photographic almost realism where things would look the way they look in real life right where you have this narrative behind the face yeah right behind the eyes right like there's something happening yeah in, in, the, in the interior almost. yeah 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 exactly and that's that's it's so interesting because that's always what i really view as the difference between film and theater Yeah, is theater i have to be able to know what you're doing from row h right film you know, I mean, we all you, saw layman's, like, you're right anything. up their nostrils, and, like, you yeah. have
1: to... You, they're right up your nostrils, or they can, in film, they can literally create an emotion right. that you didn't have.
0: Right. <laughs> can, I, can I just pause? Can yes. you Have you seen BoJack Horseman? No. Oh, my God. So the entire thing with... Okay, well... Okay, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's okay, but you should really watch okay, it. it's I will. It's, um, it's like the seagull, <laughs> that it is a bunch of artists yeah. who are so... Just self-destructive that it's almost funny, but it's also yeah. it's like oh god, I'm laughing at you, but I really just kind of want to slip my wrist. Like it's yeah. it's it's right on that line. Yeah, and it's very funny. But the idea is that Will Arnett voices the character of this horse mm-hmm. in a world in which everyone is anthropomorphic. And so he was in this TV series called "Horse and Around," and it was this horse <laughs> who adopted these three human children, and they kind of all hang out, and they have this dumb, like, full house sort of sitcom. But what that does is launch him into this place of just stagnation because he yeah. has a ton of money from residuals, yeah. okay, but he can't get any other roles because he's not a good actor. Yeah, yeah. So he basically just fumbles around, and and you know he's got like these homeless friends who hang out on his couch and this, that, and the other. Yeah, but. I don't know where was going with this. Where was I, I going with this? Acting. <laughs> acting. We were talking about acting. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that. It's like that. I don't know why it's like that.
1: Well, you know, that's a storyline in um this is us too. Oh yes, have that's you seen right. that? Yeah, I saw some of that. Some, some of, of it. it. Some but, of it. But but the that character who plays like the the Manny, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. one of the characters, then decides he wants to be like a real actor, right? And he gets a, but he gets like a Broadway role because oh, they okay. figure he'll sell tickets because he was on TV forever, right? Which is I another I was, comment on contemporary theater. I know he's going theater. with it. Okay, I know acting. Acting.
0: He, they go in horses. Acting. He gets, he really wants this role in uh, Secretariat, which is this horse that yeah. one won. bunch of stuff, I guess, yeah. but then jumps off the Brooklyn Bridge because whatever the horse does the horse does because in this anthropomorphized world I see he has all these troubles and by 35 or something he his life is is just in turmoil and he he can't deal with it anymore so he jumps off the bridge to get away from everything so it's this hugely dramatic role that he's like I can play this I'm a horse you know and that's a joke but (laughs) At the beginning of production, they he goes in, he's like, well, what's all this in my contract? And they're like, oh, we're going to take a 3D imaging computer-generated shot of you so that, you know, in case you die or something horrible uh. happens, like, we can finish the movie. So they take this imaging of him, and it's just kind of a stupid joke, but... Throughout the m- the movie and the production of the movie, it kind of spirals and degenerates into this thing where he eventually just moves to New Mexico and kind of leaves. And then one day he realizes like he's up for an Academy Award because they finished the movie and none of it is him. It's all just wow. computer generated acting that they took his face and like created okay, this yeah. amazing movie. And right. now and that's the power of film. And, yeah, that's the power yeah.
1: of film. We don't really need that in film. Actors are technically part of the mise en scène. You know, they're right. just right. furniture. Yeah. They're, they all become reduced to image. Everything is an image. Which is or so sound. interesting. Yeah. But on stage, it's not. You no, know. they
0: have to actually the,
1: the carry actors, a story and yeah.
0: carry an emotional weight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they do.
0: Because if they don't, why are we watching them?
1: I know. Because Netflix just... is so much easier. I know,
0: right? So and much easier. I
1: know. I For people like me who don't like to leave the house. Right? Me too. It's right here right here me too so uh peter frisch what what kind of um actors were there were they young were they all age so actually
0: it was all ages okay um kind of a broad variety of levels uh, of like where they're at in their where process. they're at in their process so there were definitely people who were very very comfortable in taking on Whatever, whether it be the projection or whether it be the transformation but then there were definitely people who were you know still kind of working on coming over that hump yeah. of committing yeah.
1: it's hard it's hard to commit in on the stage it's very hard to commit. well especially
0: when you have like a weird girl sitting in the room being like yeah i'm an arts critic
1: yeah tregorin's in the room, <laughs> with, with, in her the room. <laughs> with her notebook
0: she's just, just taking notes the seagull. become the seagull Please, could you all please become the seagull um i really didn't see your <laughs> seagullness in that scene i saw the overbite but i didn't see the seagull so if you could just do that again that would be great sorry thanks no, I was not going to be that person. It was just very interesting to watch. Yeah. I haven't take, taken an acting class since I was, you know, 18 or 19. So it was it was a really interesting thing to be in there and, like, yeah. feel the, that yeah. sort of pit in your stomach when you watch people get up on stage. Like, oh, God, they've got to do this thing. Oh, I know. You know? I mean, it's scary. Oh, Even when you know so that you hard. don't have to get up there and do anything, it's still a little scary. I know.
1: Sometimes just being – because I think we both see a lot of actors working, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. either in rehearsal or – in the finished product right. and but but that preparatory work of training you know i don't i don't see as much of it as i used to so yeah i i don't really it, either. it's grueling i it's it grueling it's, it's super tough. hard and it's hard in this way that you can't really describe to other people because in a way pretending to be a seagull is not hard
0: Sure, if you're not committed to it. If you're not committed, you can walk around flapping your wings like you're a seagull, and you're like, I'm a seagull. It doesn't matter. I'm not committed. But if you are actually committed Mm -hmm. to Mm
1: -hmm. turning
0: yourself into a seagull, both emotionally and physically, even if it's just some dumb bullshit, like, you need to be a seagull right now. You're sitting on a pole. Be a seagull. Like, if you are actually so committed to that that you want to put that out, it takes all the frivolousness away. But
1: in a historical perspective, though, I mean... Shakespeare's company, for example, it's not like they had seagull training sessions, or, or, you know what I mean. They didn't go like, oh, now we have to spend this morning becoming <laughs> doing farm some animals. vocal training. Yeah, with... yeah, you know. It was just kind of like, okay,
0: you yeah. know, well, there you're... wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of like. Or maybe I'm wrong, but you tell me, like, was there a whole lot of like symbolist? Acting. there was there was well
1: (laughs) technically no of course there's (laughs) zero symbolist acting but uh they all had to play women i mean a lot of them had to play women and that's how they would start you know when they're young because they're apprenticing in right so they start with the young roles and in shakespeare's time they're they're all playing cross-gender right and they're committed to that i guess i guess
0: but maybe all that really did was teach people or at least the actors who are doing it. There's very little difference between the emotionality of men and women.
1: You know what? I I think that maybe actor training just has to suit the medium that you're going into. Oh, sure, uh, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you that's, know? that's why directors, you know, they generally will have their little process that they do for this piece, right? Like Peter Frisch, yeah. I was talking to him. I was like, yeah. "Do you do this with?" For instance, he's coming, he's doing a piece in September and they're still kind of deciding what they're going to do. But, you know, I said, do you go through any of these processes with the actors that you hire to do your right. play? And he says, no, that's a totally different profession. Putting on a play is a different profession than teaching acting. The people yeah. who I hire to act, I have to trust, already can do this role. And so I'm way too busy putting it, you know, so it's right. not, it's not, a, It's there's a of difference course. between like directing. Yeah. But I still feel that people have their little arc that is useful for that piece
1: right yes but but what i'm saying is like you you don't train to be an actor you train to be an actor for the stage or or for the broadway stage or for film or for tv or you know that the training doesn't make sense outside of of an ultimate destination for the actor
0: sure yeah. I guess. No, I mean that makes sense. I mean, if you have to put all of your energy toward
1: we should talk sometime about whether British actors are better than American actors because oh. this is fascinating to me. We should. I'm yeah, s- but, what but are are I'm your... not ready to talk about it now. But I think <laughs> gotta do some research. I can't. I can't say now. <laughs> but preview British. Actors are better. Okay. Well, I'm gonna preview. I'm gonna
0: watch somebody doing Sherlock Holmes in Britain, and then somebody watching somebody doing Sherlock Holmes in America. Okay. All right. Is that not a good? Well, <laughs> sampling <laughs> <me> error. <laughs> uh, Tell me what the good sample is. What's I the don't good know. Sample? Is I there an know. American Doctor Who? Uh,
1: uh. Well, that is a good example. Cause c- can you even imagine an American Doctor I Who? I
0: really can't.
1: I can't either. No. Because they can't pull it off. They couldn't no. pull it off. <sighs> what American could pull it off? Mm.
0: Mm. <clears throat> None. I would watch Johnny Depp do it.
1: Yeah, he'd be too busy being Johnny Depp.
0: Though. <laughs> That's and why you go see work. a Johnny Depp movie, is to see Johnny exactly. Depp. Exactly. That's Johnny all Depp. Americans
1: can do is be themselves. Just be themselves,
0: yeah. I That's know. it.
1: I know. I know. You suck at being
0: other people. No, but, not universally. I mean,
1: they're, of course, there are great American actors. I'm just like, as a trend
0: but what i think is interesting is as a trend in terms of people becoming famous or being infamous or Mm -hmm. having a presence right we always talk about people having a presence yeah what is it that american people who have quote-unquote presence what are they famous for it's like sex tapes murdering people Mm. you know i mean you have a good twitter following Mm. you're a dude Mm -hmm. who does makeup like it's always that weird Uh shock value life the life of someone different yeah. and interesting, right? So I feel like part hmm. of the uh, the craft of being a famous American is being yourself, but a, um, times a million, yeah, and then taking pictures of it that are attractive, and or maybe making a YouTube video. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, maybe that's where this this trend is going. Is we no longer see actors playing parts; we just cast people. Who we want to see play themselves yeah. within a role. Oof. That's, that sounds like the end of culture uh, right there. Wow. Well, maybe we you are. just at, described Maybe we're periphery. at the end of a
1: culture. I mean. I think we are. But, well, no, we're not. No.
0: <laughs> There's still plenty. There's still plenty. There's There's still For
1: plenty. example, um, coming up in Santa Barbara, in the tiny town of Santa Barbara. What do we got? Next month, you are a little bit involved
0: with On the Verge. Yes. More than a little more than a little and yeah. next week we will have uh, oh, one yes. of the delightful i don't know what their title is executive mm-hmm. director executive pooba, one of the poobahs of on the verge kate bergstrom will be in to chat about that's gonna be great. about the five plays that are going up in repertory for on the verge here in santa barbara they'll be playing for two weeks first two weeks in august down at the community arts workshop which is down in like ortega and garden okay And interesting found warehouse spaces. And they're doing three plays that are full length or like, you know, an hour-ish. Yeah. 80 pages. And then a couple of shorts. uh, One of which is written by me. One of which is written by uh, Daniel Draper and Lindsay Twig, who are fabulous playwrights in this town. So I think that it's going to be, uh, there's going to be a lot of really interesting work. They are all about female playwrights uh l g b t i e a b mm-hmm. c d mm-hmm. all the letters playwrights mm-hmm. of all the letters yeah oh good whatever letter you ascribe to and new new letters new letters yet to be named pi people pi. who identify as pi yeah um, and writers of color. So there's going to be a piece cool. about police brutality
1: mm. in
0: Ooh. which all of the really famous police brutality cases Ooh. kind of show up and have their their moment within a within an interesting narrative. So I think it's going to be interesting. there's that sounds there's great. you know five different works and a bunch of young people involved, and they're really into it. so and and
1: we'll have the links to that on the the dot com website.
0: Correct
1: that sounds fun and the other thing that's coming up in late july and then into august Mm -hmm. on a weekly basis is the launchpad series at ucsb where they invite playwrights to come and do staged readings of their plays using actors and direct and so that's going to be really good to watch too
0: yeah those, those
1: are either free or cheap but we'll put the link i mean to yeah they're every
0: that. thursday and yeah. actually one of them is being done as a reading through on the verge so if you oh, go okay, to on the great. verge you'll see one of the launch pads
1: double dipping double
0: dipping i know wow. it's great
1: that's so great okay
0: yeah and it's also it's happening at the same time as fiesta
1: <sighs> there's so much going on so
0: much. i know fiesta is really too. exciting i love yes. fiesta
1: yes and we're gonna go to the Rodeo. We are going to go
0: to the rodeo. It's going to be. Can I wear my jod purse? Please wear your jumpers. purse. Just rob the costume department. I am going to wear my western duds. So I'm a, I'm a city mouse. Right. I am. Right. So when I moved here, people were like Western culture, and I was like, I don't, I don't know that should I wear a, like yeah. a, a leather hat. I don't, I don't know what yeah. that means. Mm-hmm. So I went shopping at one of the western stores, and I really? bought duds, jedlikas, maybe jedlikas, yeah. and I have. So I, I have duds. You have duds? They're called duds. I have duds. Oh, so I'm going to wear my duds to the rodeo. And this is—I think—that the rodeo really is a performance art. Oh, it is. Yeah. It totally is. Everybody's in character while you're there, but it's kind yeah. of like guerrilla theater. Oh, yeah. And that everybody's in character while they're there, and they have their little Western rodeo character, and they do their performance. Yeah, but That's and not who the, they are but when the they go The stakes are real. I know, you know because you may get thrown off a horse and sat on yeah. by a horse. Oh, yeah.
1: No, those injuries. <laughs> Are real. I mean, there are rodeo people who um, have broken every bone in their every body. Every bone. The, I, I once had a student who y- used to be in rodeo and started to do polo to make his mom feel better about his oh. personal safety. And polo will kill you just pretty yeah. much as easily as, as rodeo. So Isn't she. that
0: what Christopher Reeves was doing?
1: No, he was doing cross-country sh- jumping, oh. which is another good way to... kill yourself yourself on a horse horse. yeah yeah there's so many ways uh, there's a lot of ways yeah yeah that's horses scare me a little and i told (laughs) you that i was seeing that's
0: part of the appeal yeah it (laughs) No kidding people Uh, don't jump out of planes because it's boring good point (laughs) i like how you got right to the essence of the of the sport Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you don't go to wrestling because you want to really see the craft of wrestling. Like, you yeah. go because you want to see people get slammed into the floorboards.
1: Yeah, what is that? Are we all Romans? Are we all just sitting there going, like, <laughs> you know, kill him. Thumbs yeah, down. Thumbs
0: down. <laughs> kill him. Well, are we Romans? I mean, we have a lot of sports that are really defined by, like, the death of one or the death of the other. Yeah. Bullfighting is still a thing. Running with oh, the yeah. bulls?
1: Running with the bulls. That's people get out and they're just like, there's some bulls injured.
0: chasing me. I'm going to go running. Why what? Would, I would never show up to that. No. Are you kidding? I have a 10-minute mile. I would never show up to that. Those bulls would gore me in a minute. It would.
1: I would be walking with the bulls for sure.
0: <laughs> I would be walking behind the bulls. <laughs> we should We should have our own thing. Walking, walking, behind, walking behind the bulls. Behind there's the running bulls. with the bulls and then there's walking behind the bulls. For the people who are sensible for the theater that's where the theater critics the go, theater critics go. <laughs> we walk behind the bulls and comment on how yes. they are goring people do you see that i really be felt just, like that didn't be, have it'll be just like Led Be a Tetter. is he dead <laughs> i think is he, he, he might be dead hey anna do you think that guy is dead oh no he's standing he just has vomit <laughs> on him it's fine it's it's fine. He's okay. He's it's okay. All good. Walk it off. Walk it it's off. It's all good. <laughs> what else is coming up? Oh,
1: Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. I'm so excited about the this. demon
0: barber of Fleet Street. Can I just more say, death? I am so tired of seeing kids do Annie. I know. So I'm really glad that they're doing Sweeney Todd. I, I feel know. like that is because they're in high school. Yeah, they understand adult emotions yes the pain and struggle oh
1: when is it ever more real than than when you're oh my in high God, school right. when are you ever closer to the mindset of sweeney todd than you know than when your you're a junior sophomore? year yeah, yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> they all deserve to die
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna lure them in oh. and slit their throats like
1: these people could be meat po- pies you know these people <laughs> yeah. could be served in the lunch counter for sure
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so i'm looking forward to that yeah be good. that's at
1: uh, la calina done but produced by showstoppers. Oh, showstoppers this weekend also mm-hmm. only i think starting thursday night thursday seven.
0: friday saturday and
1: we have links to that on the website absolutely. as well
0: absolutely is there anything else coming up uh Think that that probably is, other things. Probably other things. Oh, there are there are other things. Uh, Lear, mm-hmm. Lear. Yeah, they're doing Lear at they Who's doing Lear? UCSB oh, is doing Lear. Oh, in the fall. Yeah, so we're gonna have to talk about that because I have feelings about Lear. Oh, I mean, is that
1: the um, uh, Naked Shakes production? Is probably be yeah Lear? That would be okay. my guess. That would be my guess. Oh, that's right. You have mixed feelings about I Lear.
0: I hate Lear.
1: That's really interesting. I because hate Lear. So I why? think that you're
0: gonna need to talk me out of Lear because the first time I met Risa Brandon who yeah. directed Stupid Fucking Bird and is also the the poo at UCSC. Yes, right I yeah. met her like five years ago when I moved here and I was like, Hi, I'm just a dumb girl who reviews theater and she was like, Hello, I'm Risa Brandon and I was yeah. like, That's great, I hate Lear and she was like, You're an idiot And I was uh-huh. like, Oh god, Risa's laughing at me, why? So So you reread it? Well, then or you I read, read it? <laughs> so then I decided to so find out I what real it was about. <laughs> No, no, so is that, this play? Well, I actually worked a production of year, yeah. Lear So I was backstage for Lear for six weeks And it was like the longest six weeks uh, on Okay, my
1: life. so you have per, You know what, this is like when you get in a car accident While a certain song was playing on the radio And, and then, then you, you hate that song That's your no, King Lear story
0: Because I've seen Lear a number of times Because everybody feels like it is their grand moment to do Lear And I'm like, God, really? You couldn't come up with a better play to do? I really hate Lear wow well we're
1: gonna have to investigate why you hate Lear so much it's the daughter thing
0: it is the daughter thing like really you can't just like lie a little bit to like quell this huge conflict that's gonna come up like I I, know you've been living with these bitches for a long ass time you know how they work this is how we direct Lear
1: we have Trump as Lear
0: oh that's good
1: and then Cordelia is Ivanka duh of course (laughs) right of course who's Tiffany uh well, Courtney, I don't know, she's one of the others. We'll just <laughs> make her Reagan and we'll make her Reagan. Okay, it just doesn't matter who yeah. she is. Um <laughs> Right? Because that's what she's <laughs> yeah, already it's like who is that? Edmund
0: is Oh, it's gonna be great. Yeah, oh, that would actually be and, like, and there's and, enough literature that you can fill them out with the it'll Trump be children.
1: transformative. Okay,
0: that I might like.
1: Because she'll say like nah, no
0: no meh, 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 But that's how I feel that Leo works is essentially you have two children who are like, we love you so much. We want your money. And then the other child is like, well, I love you, but I don't want your money enough to really fight for it. And I'm like, that's stupid. Just lie right now. He's demented. It's not about the
1: money. It's about his power. He has all this power. But he only has
0: this power because they are giving him this power. If they all were to be honest with him. She is
1: being honest. She's being honest. But the okay, other we'll talk about t- it later.
0: Okay, we'll just uh, we'll
1: talk about. I got, it later. I got oh thoughts, my god, I'm getting thoughts, heated. Oh my god, up. I know I am too. You know, <laughs> uh, speaking of controversial reviews.
0: Oh yes, let's talk about Heady Vice. We,
1: yes, we must talk about Hetty Vice of the Chicago Sun-Tribune oh, uh, because she's been their theater critic for like thirty years. Hetty, Heady, Heady, and so she has a number of reviews around her. But yeah. the theater world in America is. Rebelling. Getting its knickers in a twist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The jodhpurs are all rolled up. The jobbers up.
0: are all in a yeah, bunch. everyone's
1: corset is a little too tight right now. <laughs> They're swooning. They're swooning because Hetty Weiss uh, wrote a review of a text, a play about uh, police violence against mm-hmm. African-Americans.
0: Right, this was the Waiting for Godot piece yes. that was an update. And then it was two African-American gentlemen standing on a corner yeah. and then at the end they sort of get roused by the the white, white police the officer yeah. yeah
1: yes the evil I guess one-dimensional according to Hetty Weiss
0: right uh I mean it is it is a pretty along. it's a pretty like available stereotype oh yes to push in yeah or you know we need somebody evil to come in and, yeah I mean and, yeah. it's
1: and it was the play is called Passover, two words, Passover, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she got in trouble because she said that the play was. um, She said it was brilliant, mm-hmm. and they of course they didn't mind that part, of course, and brilliant. She loved the acted, acting. The yeah. acting was amazing, but the last ten minutes, she said, when the police come and beat beat up the men, or whatever. Mm-hmm was uh, an insult to the liberal audi- white liberal audience that's watching that it was mm. all very simplistic and propagandist yeah propagandist mm. you know that it's just bumper sticker I'm right. that's those are my words. Okay. Okay. I'm some paraphrasing no, no, what she it, said. Yeah. So hmm. the reaction has been intense.
0: Yeah. What is going down with well, that? I mean that I... was
1: it's Steppenwolf.
0: Yeah oof Big shoes there. I well, this is this is the interesting thing because you have Hetty who has been writing for the Chicago, the Chicago Center, yeah, yeah, for for years, and then you have Seven Wolf, which is a big time theater, big, big, big. and they're now at war.
1: Yeah, I mean, Stephen Wolf was like she's you know grossly racially insensitive. I mean, they really they really That's were like
0: tough. well, what did, what oh. exactly did she say that people took umbrage with?
1: Well, good point. She. She said that, like, well, but she said, well, but most violence perpetuated in the African-American community is by other African-Americans being violent to other African-Americans, right? So that's the part where people are like,
0: eh. Right? People get a little uncomfortable when someone named Hedy Vice. Who I'm right. guessing is white. Super white. Yeah. Yeah. Goes ahead and like takes up and, and says, like, this is the reality of what's really going on. And then kind of has this racial profiling thing right. happening. That's a little right. that's a little hard that's, to swallow. That's, that's like regardless of who you the, are.
1: That's where they came up with a grossly insensitive to the historic problems of african-americans and that's
0: tough because she is the critic Mm -hmm. so it is her job to say what she's thinking about what the production brings up in her mind yes what it is that she as a proxy for the audience what that reaction is right so i don't have a problem with her saying that i do kind of take issue with the idea that she is equating white police violence as sort of an umbrella stand-in yeah. for conflict.
1: Like, that's not the real problem.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. saying, like, I'm going to compare it to this other problem that's, like, right. not related because, yeah, it's uh, the, the, like, communal, yeah. like, community-on-community community violence, whatever that community is, is a totally different problem right. than the people that, like, our government pays to keep the peace come in and, like, shoot people out their car. Right. Like, that's not, it's it's a totally different Things so it it, it kind of raises hackles when I think she compares the two like that. It's Definitely, not, it's not a very sensitive comparison. No,
1: it was it it wasn't. And but does that mean like I think both of us are saying? But does that mean that she shouldn't write review or or a petition was generated to to stop giving her comp tickets Ugh. to plays so that I guess. She would have to review the the <laughs> plays without the benefit of a comp a comp ticket which yeah, yeah seems like a pathetic that's, gesture. That's super petty. It does seem a little petty. That's really it?
0: petty. Yeah. Like come on. So she didn't like your work, like she, at least she had a real point.
1: Yeah. It wasn't
0: just like me with high society where I'm like, man, it's not my tempo. Like <laughs> Yeah. At least she had an actual point whether uh, it was misguided or not. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't
1: purely a matter of taste, I guess. I don't know. I mean, to me, yeah, I, don't I don't know.
0: I haven't read it. I haven't seen it. Yeah.
1: Well, her argument was pretty. You know, did from she did she?
0: Did she, or did the paper clap back at this sort of like Steppenwolf thing? At the Steppenwolf yeah, sort did. of documents of privateering that yeah. they put against her. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it was. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Steppenwolf said,
1: "We." you know we stand by her yeah. we, they were very resolute and very vocal about um
0: well they're not by the paper oh i'm sorry right. yes <laughs> the,
1: the paper the paper stood by her and they were like that's, that's you know good. knock I it mean, off
0: it's nice when you're your employer
1: yeah backs
0: you backs you yeah
1: that is nice Oh, and then another actor named Bear, I
0: think. His name is he's, Bear. I think his name is Bear. His name is Bear, like Bear Grylls. B-E-A-R. B-E-A-R? Yeah, like a but something else. Bear something
1: else. Oh, bear,
0: something else. Um, Change your name, dude. He's an actor. Oh, he's going to be after you next after I, that yeah, comment. Yeah, I guess. Well, he I said, stand by that comment. Right. Change your name. Change your name. Because your name is a... Is Bear. Is a... <laughs> he... You're not an adventure reality wrote, show guy. Yeah, bad name for yeah, you. Yeah, bad name.
1: He wrote a letter to his theater company saying if she's in the audience, he if won't Hedy is in the audience, <gasps> I, will not go on. I will
0: not go on. I will
1: not go on. I don't know why I'm giving him a German accent. I don't know. Uh, Chicagoan it felt right, from, from it, Africa. It, felt yeah, right. it felt right. Chicagoan.
0: Okay. Have these people never heard the phrase, the show must go on? Get your ass on stage. You're an actor. You're being paid to act.
1: He said it'll have to be an understudy.
0: I mean i i support paying understudies
1: okay yeah give them something this is to a do. bind that was nice of him
0: yeah you're right so all right well we'll have so more done. on hetty
1: definitely as, as things progress unfolds, i can't wait till she says something else i know i want her to i want her to <laughs> clap back
0: on youtube i want her to have a twitter war oh, with yeah. these people oh yes let's bring it into the postmodern let's find that let's do that all right all right next week we will have kate bergstrom from on the verge Woohoo! and we will talk about some other crap that's coming up etc. Yay. Yay!
1: Thanks for listening. How can we how can we get people to engage with us online?
0: There are many ways to engage oh, with right. us online. You can follow us on Facebook, Theatrix SB, or you can follow us at Twitter, also Theatrix SB. With an so, X. With Theatrix yeah, with it's an X. Always with an X. Yes. Or you can follow us on Instagram, yes. Theatrix SB. Right. Or you can follow go to our website, Theatrix SB, where yes. you can
1: get our podcast to download from
0: iTunes or Google Play or straight through the
1: website. And make sure you subscribe and rate a review. And
0: like us, like and so forward us to people, right. tell mm-hmm. other Maybe we mentioned, people. talk shit about. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, very good. They may want to know that. Yeah, they may. Thank you, Maggie. Thank you. Oh, also our producer, David Paris. Oh, yes. And music? By Miles Vinico. Fantastic.